The following episode of In No Particular Order can and will contain explicit language and uh, content as well. If you don't like anything like that, I would suggest you don't listen to it. But like I always say, have it playing in the background or put it on mute, but let it play so we get those streams up. Um, this episode, uh, D-Mac and myself, Evan, the third host, are going to talk about our top five hottest rap tracks of all time that happen to be singles. Um Hope you enjoyed this episode as well as everything else coming out on the network this month. This has been a pretty good month for us, and hopefully everything will keep trucking on. Keep trucking on. The fuck am I? Keep pushing. Um, the momentum will maintain the same until December. Uh, one of the most exciting months on the podcast network, where we'll have all of our Christmas episodes and all that holiday cheer. But until then, enjoy the following episode. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've got to do. True stories based on fiction. Okay, so welcome to another episode of In No Particular Order with uh, Evan, their host, that's me, and we also have D-Mac here. How's it going tonight, bro? Oh, it's going lovely, man. How about yourself? Cannot complain, man. Um, What are you sipping on tonight? Actually, you know, I'm, I'm keeping it pretty light. I just got me like a little Coke, that's all, man. I've been doing a little bit too hard this week, this past weekend, you know. <laughs> oh, so so, so so not cocaine, it's regular Coca-Cola. This Coca-Cola. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, I've got the last of my vodka that, I, that I've had in the last three episodes. It shows you how much I drink. And <laughs> some Simply Blueberry Lemonade. The Simply brand is the best fucking juice I've ever had in my life. The, the entire line. The whole line. Yeah. If they want to sponsor us, just let me know. Email me, email us at tsbf <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. Put simple lemonade in the title in the subject line so we know who you are. So, um, as la- as we said last time, this episode we are going to focus on um, our top five rap hip hop singles in no particular order. Um, it was pretty tough getting this whole list together, but I think I have a list that uh, that's going to work pretty well. Uh, how about you? Yeah, same here. I mean, it was it was pretty difficult, but I think this is pretty satisfactory. I must say. Yeah, man. Because when when you came with, with that idea, I was like, "Fuck!" There's been eight million rap songs this year alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Okay, man. Um, so as we always do in our in our um rotation uh you go first uh, what's your first entry uh you know i'm gonna go, have to go with uh for this year i'm actually gonna have to put that carly b on there man really uh, yeah, I'm gonna, uh which I'm one gonna put it, i like it like that 
Wow. <laughs> okay. The main reason why is that that album. I knew that 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 song was gonna be fire when I first heard it off the album, but I never thought it probably would gain as much uh, publicity attention. You know, because the dudes they speak in Spanish almost like seventy percent of the song, mm-hmm. but it's catchy in the club. So I I think that's probably what would pretty much caught everybody eye. Granted, it's like a remake of the guy's song. I can't yeah. remember his name, but because he he's on the track, but it, it's so catchy. I don't even think he thought it was gonna be so hot. But I think it was, it was a crossover because you getting. The best of both worlds. You're getting Kylie B, she's spitting her thing, then they're going to Spanish mode, so you're getting the whole Latin culture into it, so you're going overseas or whatnot, you know, bringing folks to Carly B attention, like, oh, that's on hot, that's on hot. You know, they they bump it at the club, everybody going crazy. Yeah, and then um, the song that that uh, comes from, I believe that that was on a commercial when we were kids, maybe Applebee's or Chili's or some shit, like, I think I was on like the baby back ribs commercial or, or, or some shit. I like it like yeah. that. So, yeah. so, so when people hear that song, it takes them back to that, that, that advertisement as well as that other song. So yeah, it, it, was, a, it was a very safe, safe hit. So like, I, 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 I can see how that happened, but yeah, but oh, yeah. I, I'm surprised like you've got a song that new on there in your top five in no particular order. And I'm surprised that it's a Cardi B song. Yeah. Hmm. I got you probably. Hey, she 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 on the billboard just as long as Drake. So I had to give her some kind of yeah, <laughs> some kind of props. That's what was kind of crazy about it because it seemed like like I hate to say it, but Nicki Minaj ain't even on that level, and that's that's bad. And Nicki Minaj been out for God knows how long, but I've never seen a single that she has had that goes into rotation or an album. In, in fact, go go in rotation that hard. Like, Carly B, it's, it's, it's crazy because I think that album probably went, like, double, triple platinum. I don't know. I fell short yeah. when it went platinum. After it went platinum, I was like, oh, I kind of figured that. But granted, her, her granted, she don't write all her stuff. I would say that. She, she's having help. But it's, it's, it's authentic. It's good. It's like, yeah, I, I'm not knocking it. Everybody bumping at the club. Everybody bumping overseas. Hey, she winning right now. Now, if anything, I know that's why I heard Nikki be getting in a little few. I think Nikki be kind of jealous because she getting all these props and all this, that, and the other. And Nikki ain't getting shit. Like, right. at, after her first song off her new album, uh, what was it, Barbie Things or whatever. Well, that wasn't the first song, but the and one that she really had Chung Lee and the other song. She put those two out. Chung yeah, Lee those two out first. And something else. And then Barbie Dreams. Yeah. Or Barbie Teens or whatever the fuck it's called, yeah. yeah. But didn't Super Bass uh, kind of go for a while like that though? Nah, I ain't go like that, bro. It didn't? <laughs> nah, not like that. It ain't, I I haven't. That's what I'm saying. I haven't seen a wave like that from a female rap artist. That, that's the only reason why I'm giving her props. It's so new and everything. I granted, but I gotta give her props on that because that wave is. It's almost, and I, that's why I'm not. I don't even want to push it towards that level yet, because that's on my next list to come up. Mm-hmm. But once we get there, then I let you know like what wave that's on, and then you be like, okay, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Yeah. Um. I, I. I will say, I'm surprised by that. What's my computer doing? I'm surprised by that. But yeah. But you made a good case for it. So um. I feel like 
Oh, um, is there anything else that you want to say about uh, I Like Like That by Curly, by Cardi B? Nah, that's it. It's a dope song. Great. She got a great album. Uh, I think she has a new song that came yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, it's called Money. And I don't, I don't know if that's on the album. No, I don't. I think that's some new stuff. Exactly, it is. So, yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. She she trying to yeah she she bought that money. Is she already moved on? She might pull a Dark Man X and have two albums in one year. Yeah, but I don't I don't I ain't gonna push her luck like that. I wouldn't. That's not like a smart move, in my opinion. That's that not a smart, smart move. move though. Now, I that don't think it smart. is, because, uh, you know, she's burning. She, she can keep burning from the same album, because it had hit single after hit single, although I didn't like them all. But yeah. I, I think that her and the label can still ride off this wave for, uh, like, a little bit of time. Also, give her a little bit more time to get used to having a baby, too, man. Um, yeah, for real. That's how I feel about it. Um. So, so for my first one, I'll do my... Uh, uh, my wild card. Um, so this was actually the first rap song that I remember liking a lot, and um, it features uh, one of the only people right who who have ever sampled Prince. I think it only happened two times, and, and this is one of those two because Prince <laughs> did not let motherfuckers sample his shit at all. Yeah, I know. And not only did this person sample Prince, but Prince didn't even charge him. Prince was about his coins too, so it's also like a like a really big thing that Prince didn't charge him for. For um, sampling. So, uh, can you guess what it is? The only one, the only person I can think of is, uh, I can't even think of the song, but that's uh, more of an R&B feel. That, uh, what is it called? Uh, Trey Songs. I can't oh. think, I can't. Yeah, because he yes. do got one. He do got Correct. one. I can't so, think of it. Yeah. There's three then, there's three. Yes, yeah, so yeah, but it's not that. So the other one that isn't what I'm talking about is uh is uh, what's this dude name? A, a little Troy with Bona Bea, Bona. Okay, I got you. But yeah. when I'm talking about, cause that is a good song, but that song is all hook, cause uh, the, the the verses are trash on that song. <laughs> but the song that I'm talking about takes us back to I think the year was 1990 or 1991. This is uh, off his uh, hit album. This is the second hit single, I believe. Um, and this is Pray by MC Hammer with samples Dove's Cry. Oh, okay, okay. Now, don't, 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 And Pray. Okay. That, was a, that was a blitz right there. Yeah. <laughs> Pray went, man. Pray went hard as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't forget yeah, all about that. That's a that's a good one. It, it's it's a good ass song, bro. Cause like me being a kid who went to church a lot, having a song that combined the, the gospel part of me as well as like like the hip hop part of me. If you consider MC Hammer hip hop now, but but back then as a kid, man, I, I was a big Hammer fan, man. Um, between me, you, and the audience, I, I actually had the, the MC Hammer action figure, but really was a doll. <laughs> <laughs> about uh, had that bitch and then like when, when my grandma got it for me man I might have cheered up a little bit because I was a little soft ass bitch when I was a kid but <laughs> Prey was a good ass song like his flow was good on there and he, it came kind of hard because he was like that's what we pray 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 yeah, I know. <laughs> and then the same that I say to this day bro you got to pray just to make it today which is true that's, mm-hmm. that's just as true in 2018 as it was in 1990. You gotta pray just to make it today. 
also a tidbit about that song. He never ever in that song refers to God or any other being. He, he just says pray, which was smart on his end, because uh, that way, if you're Jewish, if you're a Jehovah's Witness like Prince was, if you're pray to Buddha, if you're a cult member, you pray to your cult leader, it was inclusive. Now, I would prefer if you did say God, because I'm a Christian, but um, yeah, he never once says God in the song, which was a smart marketing ploy. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Alright, so that's my first one. What is your next one? And if you have anything else to say about pray? Uh, no, nah, pray was a... Uh, it took me off guard. <laughs> But yeah, that was that was that was a pretty dope song. Uh, that's back when. Uh, no, that was before. That was before he got with uh, with uh, Death Row. So ignite in the butt. Pumps yeah. in the butt. Yeah. In the butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's a that's a still go hard to do. That's a pray or pumps in the bump. Both <laughs> uh, to the bump. <laughs> <laughs> that's still go hard. <laughs> that's still go hard. It's just that phrase. That phrase. Yeah. Alright, but uh, my next one, uh, and this one you probably agree with, because it's probably it was a huge wave, was uh, 50 Cent in the club. Yeah? You could, yeah, That's you could still win. play. You could still play that to this day. Like, and and everybody gets jumping. You hear, go, 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 then everybody just jumping up. <laughs> yeah, um, in the club is what we in our 30s play at at our barbecues as as old heads and then all the young kids like what is this old shit like oh, come on out come on there now uh young fella this is back in my day <laughs> yeah, real real. music right here for real <laughs> what you know about this young fella <laughs> <laughs> hey, man what was that back in that 2003? 2003 yep yep, yep 2003 I remember it like Dre, Dre and Eminem had got up, found 50. Well, yep. really, I think Eminem brought them to him, and then yep, they did. just collaborated from there. And that was probably the best move. That was the best thing that 50, like, that was like a, a open gate for him. As soon as that happened, he just hit the gate running, boom. And, yeah, in the club, man, all I could think of is going to the club hearing that. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's right. That, that's right when we became of age to even go to the club. Exactly, exactly. They played at the club, at the school dances. Yep. And it was on the radio. The the one hundred six in Park was like, oh, this is the number one. Blah 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 blah. So weeks on end. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. But I, you know. And every time that's that's one of my, actually that's one of my gym songs though. That's like how, when I opened up at the gym. Yeah. So. Hmm. Open up at the gym with that one. <laughs> Be rolling. <laughs> but yeah, that's fifty, and that's fifty, baby, too. Because the thing is, though, everybody was trying to remake that, and fifty, yes. fifty said, fifty said that too. He said Fab tried to remake it. He said so many rappers were trying to get with him to remake that vibe because they know how hard that song was hitting, and especially in in New York, it was like beyond hitting. But they know how hard that that song like roll, and they was trying to jump on that wave so bad. But he was just like, "You you can't. That's it. You you're not gonna be make be able to make another no. in the club. Ain't no way in hell. You like Fifty ain't gonna be able to make one like that. Like of that, that's not. impossible. That's impossible. Fifty done. 
<laughs> he he can stick to being on power for last season. Cause hopefully that shit ends because it's, it's going on for too long. And doing yeah, other shows, good. But that that rap shit was trash. Although he's trying to clown a shot team Jaru, but Fifty Cent only <laughs> takes strategic concerts in other countries and shit like that. So he he only sells out shows in other countries. Cause if you go to a country that gets like no rap shows, if you're any if you're anybody, it's gonna sell out. Exactly. He he's smart. He's yeah. smart. Dude's dude smart as hell. He be making real good chess moves. But he stupid to me. He 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 make he make good chess moves. But then he dumb at blowing money too, because he blow a lot of money. Yeah. As well. That's why. Yeah. Well, I don't even want to get into that stuff with him and Mayweather. But. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and what thing I do we gotta say about Fifty Grady? You know, he had the hustle and everything. But this all he trolls is Mayweather. And Ja Rule. Yep. It, I swear, and he, he does it like every other day. No, like, no, no. Like, and Jim Jones. <laughs> yeah, Jim Jones. But Jim Jones, he do it, and they just, but they fuck around with each other. Nah. It, Jim, I, Jim take that shit Jim, seriously, bro. Like, Jim gonna kill 50 Cent for real, because Jim is sensitive <laughs> as fuck, bro. Bro, I, I think they just be bullshit, because Jim Jones, I seen, nah, I ain't even on it. It was on the interview, actually, yeah, when he was just like, nah, we the same, Uh, they got the same Zodiac sign. And that's how the reason why they say that they always be bumping heads with each other. But I don't, I think they just be fucking around. But if you think they serious, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, Jim do not be playing, man. He do not be playing. He be like, ha, 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 I'm going to kill you, though, nigga, for real. <laughs> but stop playing with me, nigga. Because Jim can't take it, bro. Because nobody else in the industry fuck with Jim Jones because he's known to be fucking crazy. 50 is the only person to fuck with him. And if you notice... I'm not, now like this is gonna be a tangent, but that's fine. Fifty don't <laughs> fuck with Cameron like that, cause Cameron is only more the first motherfucker. He ain't the, he, you know, Cameron was the first motherfucker to, to get inside Fifty head. If you remember, like on like the uh, Fifty Cent had an interview on on um, Hot ninety seven back in the day, like it, it's back when he was burning. And yeah. then Cameron called in and talked to him for twenty minutes, and Fifty could not get a word in. Fifty kept saying, "Hey Cam, hey Cam, oh, let me ask you something." Then Cam uh, kept saying, "Curtis, Curtis, Curtis," <laughs> and Fifty couldn't get a word in. So Fifty did not fuck with uh, Cameron no more. He fucked with Jim, but he did not fuck with Cameron, bro. He ain't never said shit to Cameron right. since. It's hilarious. But yeah, yes. <laughs> so that is an undisputable hot single. There's, n- there's nothing I can say that I'm surprised or anything about that single at all. What's your next one? Um, let's see. What's on my list here? One second. My next one is this. I had a dream I could buy my way into heaven when I woke up spending on a necklace. I told God I'd be back in a second. Ooh, was so hard not to act reckless. To whom must give a minute. Ah, fuck it up. Get arrested just to get the mess. But anyway, is uh can't tell me nothing about Kanye. The old Kanye. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Oh, cause that song it was a Negro spiritual for two thousand seven. That that was the summer like jam. Even though I think it came out like like the beginning of spring. For, I can't remember the yeah. actual. Cause I remember it was kind of cold, but then I also remember playing it playing it like crazy during when it was hot. So. <laughs> yeah, and that might be Kanye's best first single ever. 
Because that shit came out of nowhere. It sounded like nothing else on the radio. True. All the verses was hot. The hook was hot. Excuse me, was you saying something? <laughs> you can't tell me nothing. And, <laughs> and even though that's the first song where Kanye made words rhyme that didn't rhyme, I still give him a pass on it because the song was so good otherwise. Because that, uh, that's the drink where he was like, don't ever fix your lips like collagen to say something where you're going to end up apologizing. I'm like, what? Apologizing? <laughs> he, made, he made that shit rhyme. But this song is still cold as fuck. That might be, although I have other songs on my list, that might be in my top three Kanye West songs of all time from his whole catalog. That shit went so fucking hard. That shit made me want to fuck. That shit made me want to fucking walk out of my job. <laughs> <laughs> Say fuck it. But you said something. <laughs> you can't tell me nothing. Oh, it's that. It's that. <laughs> <laughs> That that would do. That, that's that was my anthem. If I was gonna hit the lottery, if I was gonna hit the lottery, I'd be like, yeah, you, you can't tell me nothing. Wait, I get my money right. I ain't got my money right. I can't money. tell me nothing. <laughs> oh, that sample was so fast. That sample went so hard too. Getting money made. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounded like nothing in the industry at that time, bro. That should change the motherfucking game. Then he was like, uh, what'd he say? Uh, damn, he said, I'm just saying how I feel, man. I ain't one of the Cosby's. I ain't go to hell, man. Because yeah, <laughs> Hilbert was a fake college in the college show in a different world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he killed that shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, that, that shit do go hard. Until this day, that, uh, to this day, that's what Kanye's song that doesn't age. Yeah, it really. Ain't. To me, I think it was before his time. To be honest yeah. with you, <laughs> that song could come out next week and sound new. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if that song came out, if that song was the, if it didn't come out when it did, and it was to come out now, man, that that was. That would set a new standard. It would. And all of a sudden, people be trying to switch their style up and actually probably trying to rap again. Yep. Because <laughs> he had straight bars in there. Like, that's that's that was on graduation, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and graduation was after uh, after 808s? No, 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 no. Before? Graduation was before, yeah. You're right. Yep, 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 yep. Because it went after late registration and then was graduation. Correct. Yep, yep. But, yeah, man, uh, the, that shit still goes to this fucking day. I don't have, like, a workout playlist. I just find other shit to play at the time. But if I had one, that would definitely be on there, probably on repeat. Yeah. That To me, that's what... <laughs> You know, I'll probably go hit a bump of that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be on some fuck this shit type shit. You don't want to worry, but it'd be good. It's the end of the month anyway for us, so right. I look at it. <laughs> but now I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing extra on that. That's a that's just that, that's a good ass one. That's a classic for real. Damn hell yeah! All right, uh, what is your next one? Alright, this this the ringer right here. This the one you, you probably be like, nah, nah. Uh-oh. Yeah, well, you probably you probably would be like, yeah, but you probably don't like the song. Uh it's got a little more in it. 
<laughs> so it has to be a Ja Rule song. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Put it on me, on me. What can I do it without you? Yeah. That song was hot. That shit was hot. <laughs> that shit was hot as fuck. That shit was hot as fuck, man. That shit was hot as fuck when it came out. Man, that, and then all I remember when I seen that, when I heard it, when I heard it, I was just like, uh, it, at first I was like, man, I ain't feeling this shit. But then I heard it so many times, it was like, damn, this shit, this shit actually kind of hot. And then when you, I remember seeing it on 160 Park, you know, he going to prison, getting out, with and Vita meeting him and Lil Mo singing. I was like, damn, this shit hot. And then he took that wave. That was his baby right there. That, yeah. that was that real moment. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> And then 50 years of against him. 50 yeah. years of shit against him. Because uh, when 5th came out, he had all them skits fucking making fun of John Rude like he had boy, where? Murder! And it was funny as hell. But yeah, but but that song in a bubble? Yeah. Without what we know now? Yeah. And, and without 50 coming in and fucking him this whole swag, that shit went like a motherfucker. Hell yeah. Mainly because of... Uh, of a little mo, because if you heard it without little mo, it is not as it, good. It, it's tra- yeah, it's trash. It, I, I ain't gonna take trash. it that far, but it, it kind of trash. But yeah, <laughs> like you gotta have that, that. You gotta have a Vita part, and you gotta have little mo. Yep. You gotta have little mo. Yeah, yep. Because uh, oh, man, what happened, to little mo? Anyway, <laughs> dude, um, she got pregnant like thirty-five times by some hood nigga, no, and then like, okay, I think like he beating her ass and shit. And then, like, she gave her a whole career for some dick, basically. Also, she doesn't really have the face for music, so that True. didn't help. <laughs> but um, vocally, she was ki- she kept that shit. Like, Ja Rule had, ja had a cold-ass team besides uh, Black Child and, and Cadillac Ty. But between <laughs> Ja Rule, Ashanti, Alumo, and Lloyd, he, yeah. he had it, man. Yeah. Man, Lord put out like a new joint uh, like a few weeks ago. And, and I want to fuck with it, but the cover is this nigga with no clothes on and a fucking guitar over his dick. I can't fucking rock that shit, bro. Oh, yeah, I know. I was like, God damn. <laughs> and then I, I fuck with Lord, bro. Like, he probably my top five R&B, but I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> Ever. Yeah, I, can't, I can't either. <laughs> yeah, but crazy. that shit was hot as fuck, bro. I cannot dispute that shit at all. Yeah, yeah. That's the class. At first, I thought you weren't going to like it, though, because, you know, it was like, oh, man, that nigga singing and shit. <laughs> he changed the but game not. with that shit, bro. He changed the game with that fuck. He, he did. He and that's did. what everybody doing now. That, that shit, everybody who who does like this, uh, this melodious rap, they're, they're Ja Rule's son. Yeah, it's a fact. Like Drake is Ja Rule's son. Son, when it comes to this shit, because he, he's the first <laughs> person I can think of who consistently did that rap sing shit. Yeah, I can think of anyone who did it before him. Now, other people have come in and, and perfected it, but I can think of any, anyone did it before him consistently. Because LL didn't. It somebody you know what they was talking about that on the. I think it was on Shady Part Five. Mm-hmm. I don't know what show, but they was just saying how Drake, you know, he got his own sound. And once OVO his sound, sound, yeah, once he actually done, 
because ain't nobody gonna be able to imitate or mimic what he got. I already know that. That's that's his own way. And when, once he goes, like done, like you know, I'm done with this. This Danny Third, then you would never hear it again. You, I swear, you'll never hear it again. And, and when somebody when they had was explaining that, I was like, man, they absolutely right because to get somebody to rap, sing, and you know what I'm saying, and he can. He could do both. He could do both really well because that was something I always judged him on because I thought he was singing. He could sing better than he could rap. But I take that back now. I think he better rapping than he is singing. But he sings really well. <laughs> See, I mean, and Drake doesn't. So uh, let's unpack that for a moment. Now, two points. Number one, Drake isn't a good. He's good at his. Millions are good, but in terms of actually being a good singer, he's he, he he can hold a note, but he's not a good singer. But 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 yeah, yeah. His melody and his tone, like his phrase and like his runs and shit, are are are, are flames as fuck. Now to that second point, um, I I don't know if I agree because OVO is kind of a sweatshop. So his sound if, is if you take uh, the weekend, who fucked with him for a while, um, party next door. Prime, who fucks with him. Yeah. Um, Jordan, like that girl who had a just hold on, we're coming home. Who sound like it was all Drake, but it was Drake in them niggas. And then also Nav. I, I'm not sure like if you heard Nav before. N A V. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, so Nav sounds just like Drake. And like Nav to me is kind of better than Drake with this harmonizing shit. Like, uh, Nav put. Now I put out like a couple of projects like that actually like uh, burning to me at least. So yeah, I mean Drake, Drake is I think even though we may have our personal feelings about shit that Drake does, but he is <laughs> I think that at this point in his career, if he's in the goat conversation under the qualifier that there isn't a, a singular goat, there's goats, then Drake is is in that conversation at this point. Yeah, yeah. If we're talking rap artists, not just straight rapity rap, rapity rap, but rap nah, I got artists, you, I, got you, I got you. He he is in that conversation, I think. Yeah, he, he in his prime right now. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Anything else on that we want to say? Nah, that's all I got. All right. Let's see what else I got on my list here. To that point, had his records on my demo. Did y'all boys not get the memo? Now let's skip to the other part. Like, uh, man, this ain't no love song. This a fucking stripper on a mink rug song. This is <laughs> <laughs> this a fucking boy forever hold a grudge song. Poppers a fucking champagne in the tub song. And and that song is a cor- is a course trophies by Drake. The beat, the flow, the bars on there is amazing. Period. Yeah. That's probably, in my opinion, Drake's best single. And uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, I'm not even sure sure all of a project the, the trophy is even on. Nah, that's not even on a project. He just that was just a song like he just I don't even, even put it out. He didn't even, I don't even it's not even on a mixtape. It's just one of the songs that he kinda just threw out there. Well, that shit cold as fuck. Well, hold on, said, trophy. Hold on, trophy. You said trophy. Yep. Dun, 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 oh, I take it back. Dun, dun. No, it is. It is on one. It's on the uh, that Cash Money, not 
uh, not Cash Money, but uh, Young Money. Volume, it's like a volume two. The, the second it? one they put out, yeah, it's on there. Wait, it's wait, on there. you mean like um, uh, for Young Money, something? Young, yeah, because you know how they had the Young Money, the first one with yeah. Bedrock, make your Bedrock. I can't make your Bedrock. They came out with another one. Did they? And I think that's when I want to say that's when Lil Wayne was in jail. I think, but because granted, this, this was a minute ago. But yeah, it came out on there, and that was literally the only hot song on there. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea that 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 that's even a thing. Yes. Oh, uh, to the Googles, I got I, I got fun. <laughs> I got fun. Yeah, it's a song by Young Money. Yeah, it's a yeah. trophy song by Young Money. That is crazy, bro. I I, I thought maybe um that. This either like a single he just put out or on that uh if you're reading this it's too late shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> um trophies. Oh uh, yeah, I think you're right, man. I had no idea, but but that shit was cold as fuck. Like his his whole flow the flow in that song, correct me if I'm wrong, I haven't heard that flow before. But but I can kind of hear the Migos influence on that flow, because despite what people may say about the Migos, they did create a flow that everybody is trying to emulate. Yeah. Like on Ape shit, right? yep. they probably they, they probably that. made that and yeah, pretty much. No no no, like seriously. No, I know. Um, that's why, yeah, that's why that, that beat go hard. Mm-hmm. They wrote the hook and a Beyonce's bars too, and they might have wrote Jay bars too. Like, I like never know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anything else to say about trophies? They ain't got no award for that. Oh, ah. I mean, I put trophies up there. It it was good. It was good. It's catchy. I mean, it did catch catch my attention because that was one of them Drake songs that he just throw out there. That it's another Drake song that he throw out there. I wish he had that actually on the album. The one with the the Jody C one. Oh, that one go hard. What? Uh, <laughs> uh, what song is this? I go. I go. It's a it's a Jody C one. They did because it got that Jody C beat on there. Uh. Huh. I don't know. The only way I could, I know, the only way I could do is look at it is on YouTube. Because if you try to look, like, kind of scan it, you you won't even find it. Oh. It's like, I, it's like I Cry. I think it's like the eye, off of I Cry. I want to really? cry. Yeah. I cry. Uh, I'm going to Google right now. I mean, huh. uh, yeah. to YouTube, because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, man. Let's see. Drake jealousy. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's called the Josie Freestyle. Okay, oh, here. Yeah, here. I've got better heard this in my entire adult life. Nah, that one ain't it. Ain't it? That ain't it. Yeah, so it's kind of trash. So far. Yeah. 
I don't know what it's called, but it's off that. I'm trying to think. I crashed. Yeah, because it's off of it. Damn. You got to find this, bro. <laughs> you say you got to find it. <laughs> it I mean, because of what I heard, I was like, oh, I was like, that shit hot as fuck. But then I never, I've never seen it anywhere, like, online. Like, when I try to look for it, it's, like, hard as hell. Even, I think I've seen it on YouTube, but I had to, like, search, like, crazy to find it on YouTube. Gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll um, we'll table that because uh, yeah, because it's not popping up yeah. on here. But yeah, um, that's that might be like a, a drag um, blind spot for me because I don't recall th- any song like that. Now, someone else did um, flip. I cry, but I think like some thug or some shit. Hmm. Cause the hook was like, but I'll cry. Nah, nah. Hey, I know, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Speaking of which, if we ever do a underrated rappers list, some thug is gonna be on there. <laughs> some thug still puts out hot fire, but he gets no, he he gets no play for it. Um. All right. Is there anything else about trophies uh, that you want to say? And nah, that's all. Okay. All right. So, what is your next one? Uh, my next one is uh, uh, this this anthem right here. Okay. California love. <laughs> hey, oh my goodness! I, I was bumping that the other day. I was like, damn, this this, this song go hard. I just hate. I, the only thing I hate is the remix they put on Tupac actual album is not the same as the original. Really? The original, yeah, because the, they like they kind of sampled it a little bit. They, they want to. It's a it, it's a longer version, but the original sounds way better than the 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 remix. The remix sounds good, but it's it sounds to me. I just like the original because the re, the the original seemed like it's just more catchy on tune with the beat. The remix. The beat is 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 slowed up, but in, but they it's it, you could tell like an instrument is missing that they but, took out of the remix. And the remix it seemed like they took an instrument out, and it don't sound it don't sound the same. So on the album, there's only the remix. Yeah, it's only the remix. So that had to be like a sampling thing. It had to be. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. And I read in an actual song, man. That you know that, that that's the answer right there. You play that in Cali, oh, everybody be going crazy. But you play that mug anywhere, it's it's hot, it's hot. Yeah. I could you you could play that at a you could play it at the club, it'd be bopping. You could play it at the crib when you have folks over, everybody be bumping. Except for probably I would say this younger generation, they probably were like, what what is this y'all listening to? Right. <laughs> I rap better than Tupac. But then when they actually hear the actual spitting, they probably be like, "Man, this 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 this, this is live right here." Mm-hmm. And then Drake spitting, even though probably Tupac probably wrote that for for Drake, yeah. but <laughs> or the DOC, yeah. But yeah, that was man, that was the anthem, man. That was, and that was the uh, I can't remember. Granted, I was young when the actual. We were young as fuck. Probably about all six could, or seven. All I can tell you is Tupac was still alive. 
He wasn't dead yet. That was that was the thing. Drake yeah. on the other not Drake, but uh Dr. Dre on the other hand, he was on his verge of leaving. That's when he was on the verge of leaving the yep. group. That's the only reason why you don't hear too many you it's uh I think he produced probably like three or four songs on Tupac actual album, but then you don't hear Drake Dre on the album. That's the thing. So right. that's why I was kinda like if Dre was still like committed to Death Row at the time, you probably would have heard more of him on it. Right. But I mean, that's good though, because yeah, the album was a classic. That song was a classic. I, man, that's that's something I should have brought up on. Uh, which I I kind of I kind of take back on our uh our album list, like one of the classic uh-huh. albums, because that album was really hot. Like, you know, from I Ain't Mad At You. Man, that's like an answer right there. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> Wait, uh, so which drink was... Which Tupac drink, uh... Oh, album. Is that on? Yeah. That's on All Eyes On Me. Okay. That's the that's long, that's the double disc. Yeah. And and that's back when the double disc was... Double discs was hidden. I, I, I swear, between him, Biggie, uh... Him, Biggie, uh, Outkast, and I'll probably put Drake on there now because he got double this album. Granted, it it ain't double this, but it it is double this, but people ain't got CDs no more. Right, right, right. <laughs> Those albums, them probably the only rap albums I can think of that actually had double this that was like, and it was good. Like all of them, like like was like majority of the the material on the album was good. So you you looking at like seventy five percent at least seventy seventy percent of the album that you could probably ride to out of everybody that actually do a double disc album them probably like the only four I could say that said yo they gonna sell and they did absolutely good because yeah. I remember that bone that bone thugs and harmony Crash. war and peace that shit was trash as hell. Oh man, I remember uh I I can't even uh. The rap, not the rap, but R and B wise, who was it? Uh, TP. I mean, uh, R Kelly uh, had R dot. That was good though. That the second good. one was trash though. It, it, uh, like the, the first disc was, was was a classic. That second disc only had like two or three joints. Yeah, that was good. I, I say it was good, but I ain't gonna say it was classic. Uh, no. I know Chris Brown had one was. was which was retarded. And I still it, haven't gotten through that album, bro. I, I, it's too fucking long. I mean, typically, I'm in a camp, give me as much fucking music as possible. But that Chris Brown one, is like, it's not it's something missing on it, bro. Like, it's too all over the place, I feel like. That's what I said. If you're doing a double disc especially, you gotta have one side being focused on one thing and the other focus on something else, or at least have it be cohesive. That shit was just too much. Yeah. Um, but, but I noticed you also didn't bring up the blueprint too, the gift and the curse, which was an app title because the second disc was definitely a curse. <laughs> you know, I forgot about that, but it didn't it didn't rock to me like that. Like that that album was it was good. It wasn't great though. That's that's my thing. No. Uh, let's let's unpack that for a moment, and then I have a tidbit about uh, California Law to talk about. Now, do you think that that Blueprint Two 
didn't hit because it followed the first blueprint, which was a classic, even though that's not on either of our top five, I don't think, but I think we can still attest that that's one of the best albums of all time, though. Blueprint 2? One. Of all time? One of the best. Yes. If Arliss was the top it. 10, it would definitely be in the top 10. And if anybody said it's the best album of all time, I have, there is an argument there. So what yeah. was, <laughs> so my question is, do you think that the Blueprint 2 wasn't as good because of the pressure of having an album that is perceived as a classic on himself, as well as uh, in the fans' opinion? In, in our eyes, it wasn't to the point that he could never... Supplant that as being his, his magnum opus until until American Gangster. So, was, is that why it wasn't good, or was it just kind of lackluster? It was it was the, it was the pressure. It was trying to live up to the first one. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 first one was too. It was classic. It was soulful. That I, the, the the first one, the album, the whole album was soulful. Thank you, Kanye was, West. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Thank you, Kanye West. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and thank you, uh, Just Blaze. Yep. <laughs> but, <laughs> yep, yep. But that, that mug was so soulful. Like, man. And everybody wanted to, everybody wanted to ride that wave again. Everybody was like, oh, I wanted one of them JBs. I'm on the JBs. They dick riding. Uh, you can, you can hear about it on, uh, Kanye West on College Dropout on the last song. I forgot what and they asked me, and they asked me, and they asked me, yeah. I tell them. He even said so. He said, motherfuckers up there dick riding and shit, because everybody was trying to get that way. I was like, yo, I want mm-hmm. that, I want that JB, I want that JB. But yeah, that, that's, that was the thing. And then when he came out with this one, he had the Neptunes, he had, uh, Timberland. I think he had probably like maybe one Kanye. One or two. One, one or two, J, uh, Just Blaze. And then that was it, because Just Blaze and Kanye, that was their team. That was their team. It was him. Him, him, it was him, just blazing one more person, uh, and then that was like, they, yeah, and that was their whole team, man. That's why they were just punching, cranking them, cranking them, cranking. I'm like, damn. But also on that first blueprint, it's the first album that I can recall that had hidden songs on it. So it was a perfect, yeah. a perfect yeah. album to ride to because uh, that last song, especially if your CD player did not have a timer on the songs. So he had like track 12, whatever, kept playing, the music cuts up, and then you think, okay, I guess I'm going to come back around again. Then whoop, Breathe Easy comes out, then that that goes off, give it 10 more seconds, then Girl, Girl, Girls Part 2 comes on. First, yeah. first album that I can think of that, that, that ever had anything like that. I may be wrong, but first one that, that I can recall. Yeah. But now, um, getting back to, um, California Love, that song, because it was so different than anything I had ever heard at that point in my life, scared the living shit out of me when I was a kid, man. That song was, and I believe it came out around Halloween, too. I might be wrong on that, but I remember that my brother, my cousin, and I went to go get a haircut from his buddy's house, and the house was dark for some reason and had holes in the house, because so. I guess Damn. it was fucking in there, but because it was dark, that song came on, and then I saw like bitches like running in and out the fucking rooms and shit. It, I was scared as fuck, bro. Like it's like a horror movie. And then with the fucking music, that can't I'm falling out. Like what's up with that voice? That voice scares me. <laughs> 
that shit scared the fuck out of me as a kid. But now as an adult, I like it. And I see how that song also changed the game. So that could be like another list down the line. Songs that changed the game. And that's definitely one it did. But, um, yeah. That, whoops. That's all I got on that one. Um, I think it's my turn again, right? Yeah. Hey, I found that, uh. Okay. I found that, uh. Drake and Josie song. It took some digging. Uh-huh. It's, I, I'm surprised you heard it. It's called, it's Drake, How About Now? I, I feel like I've heard that, that title before. Yeah, let me, let me go ahead and play it real quick, yeah. real quick. Let's start off with this girl talking. You hear it? Yeah. Only we made the money off that track. Don't sue us. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. All right. So it's my go. So my next one is going to be. All right. So as I did on the last two, I'm gonna spit some of the bars. And you tell me what you think it is. Nine. My bitch a choosy lover. Never fuck without a rubber. Never in the sheets like on top of the cover. Money on the dresser. Drive a compressor. Top notch hoes oh, with the most at the lesser. Yeah. Trash uh, up the fucking forty dollars in the club. Fucking up the game, <laughs> bitch. It gets no love. Bitch, cross country giving all that she got. A thousand dollar pop on top. Pulling Bentley off the lot. Smash up the gray wood. Got me the red. Every time we hit the parking lot, we turn <laughs> head. Some heads will choose, but the bitch is too scary. If your bitch chose Biggie, you wait a pimp. You a fair ass. Yeah. Oh. That shit go hard. <laughs> One of the hardest verses of all time. That, <laughs> Yo, that, ooh, that, yeah, that's the shit right there. That anthem for that anthem, ooh, that shit go hard. That shit go hard as <laughs> fuck, bro. And then, Man. that song is a clinic and how to do a fucking posse cut for the most part, besides Bun B. Yeah. But B's verse is trash as fuck. But yeah. I fifty thousand kept the kept the fuck. He changed the game with that verse because like he had to beat all the way down, and then his fucking metaphors and assemblies were so on point. Then he just went to the polar opposite adultness, fucking Pimp C, with a beat cut in, and then the underdog, excuse me, is Big Boy, because because yeah. his shit go his shit go hard as fuck now too. As an adult. Excuse me, 10 years later, I see all, all of the uh, best qualities of his verse. But as but back when it came out 11 years ago, I was all about that Andre 3000 and that Pimp C verse. Mm-hmm. But Bud B was trash then, and he's trash now. So. 
Bum Bum B was alright. He was alright. He was trash. In comparison to the other three verses, his <laughs> sticks out like a sore thumb because of whackness. If that verse was on anybody else's song, it would have been the best song, best verse on there. But with those three other bars verses it had on there, he's out of place. I want to say, you know what, man? I, I, I'm going to let y'all rock. I'll be on the hook or something. I'll be in the video. <laughs> I ain't got no verse that I want to put on this joint. Yo, Pimp, Pimp C, that's, that's my dude right there. That's, that's like, my dude, bro. I, 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 I swear. Like, he, one of the most underrated rappers. Yes. I, and man, producers. And producers, bro. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. Because when you come through the every time we hit the parking lot, we turn heads. Heads. Everybody was like, damn. Like, how do you, how do you even come up with that? Like, everybody can envision that off rip. Like, as soon as you say that shit, everybody like, yo. That shit fired. Then he fire. said, money on the dresser, drive a compressor. The way he just fucking get the rhyme scheme and shit is yeah. so unorthodox, but it sounds so fucking dope. Man, that shit, I know. <laughs> oh, and for people in the audience who, who may not know what this song is we're talking about, this is UGK featuring Outkast, International Players Anthem. And that's exactly what it is. Yep. <laughs> keep your heart, to Stacks. Keep your heart. These bitches spark. Sweet Jones. And, and that's that, what that... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. No, I, I was going to say that maybe two years ago, um, I actually bought Pimp C's life story, like 700 pages, and from reading that book, made me appreciate him even more. Because back then, before I read that book two years ago, I, I thought that Bun B was the best person, person in the group. But now, here, hearing the backstory between everything and how he made the beats... Pimp C, I mean, I mean uh, how he rapped and everything good through his life. Pimp C, it might be in my top five best rappers now. But this song is is him at the height of his powers. <laughs> yeah, Sweet Downs. And yeah, I'll go ahead. the whole summer it came out, that shit was everywhere, bro. I choose you, baby. <laughs> 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 and that Man. video was cold too. That video was amazing. I know. To me, I I love I love seeing. And they don't even gotta be down south rappers, just rappers in general that's hot. And then they come, they collab together, and then it's just like, like like magical. And this, but yeah, I'm glad you even went this way because it's about to roll into my next one. Nice. But, <laughs> but yeah, this, yeah, that, I just I love that Pimp C. Man, every, when I listen to the UGK, uh, all the old UGK songs, Pimp C needs to be on hard on that mug. Like, I left it, it wet like for he, your bitch. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I left it wet, I left it wet. I left it wet for your nigga. The way you said niggas is so cold. That song, Murder. Murder! Uh, <laughs> uh, then, bro, like, then, like, like the, uh, the kind of deep song they had out. Uh, all we do is fucking fight. Leather and wood. Leather and wood. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whew. That is killing <laughs> shit, bro. Hey, shit. He died way too soon. I yep. swear. He died like a, a year to the day that he got out of jail. Mm-hmm. He, and then Big Bumby, that's when he was about to start rapping. Like, yep. I guess it was a couple years ago, or maybe years before then, he was about to start rapping because he said it wasn't fun to him no more. He said 
reason why I used to do it was because of Pimp C, because Pimp C was like, hey, man, let's go ahead and hit the studio up, and we're going to do our hey, thing. we're going to do the goddamn thing. You feel me, playboy? But when, after he passed, it was just like, yo, I don't even feel like doing this. He just got out of his vibe. Although, Bun B, bitch ass, never visited Pimp C in jail. Or, or wrote him. No, I ain't know that. Nope. It's all in the book, bro. He, he, uh, and, and, and if you see Bumby talk about it, you, you, you can see in his face, you see in his face, he's trying to save face, but I think nobody's wrong for that shit. And then when Pimpsy talk about it, you can see the Pimpsy heard about it, but because like they're brothers and shit, like, like they're so close, he said, yeah, man, like it's cool, man, because uh, Bumby had a free Pimpsy movement going on, so like, he working on everything on the outside, I'm here on the inside doing my thing, you dig what I'm saying, playboy? <laughs> Pimp C is, is, is probably the coolest. It, 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 we do listen to the coolest motherfuckers in rap. Pimp C, even though there's no order, Pimp C is probably my number one. Yeah. Smoke some, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, man, I ain't got nothing on this one. That's 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 a good one though. Classic. That is a good one. Andre 3000 version was a classic first too, because spaceships don't come to crib. Review mirrors, they dip. He's like, I feel like a pimp. He did sound. I'm so like a pimp. I'm glad it's night. Glad it's night. Yeah, I know. <laughs> line after line is just fucking fire, bro. And then he was like, uh, if that bitch do you dirty, we'll wash her ass all of the end of the terms. And then he said, uh, what do you say? We got your back like chiropractic. <laughs> it's like we're yeah. killing that shit, bro. <laughs> All right, um, I think that we've said enough about. Uh, what is your next joint? All right, my next joint is they they also it also has UGK clapping in there. Mm. As well. And it also has one of your favorite rappers, maybe oh, wow. probably your top five. Oh wow. Maybe. You know? What is this? <laughs> and it starts off with Bum B saying, We ain't doing nothing but big pin pins. Big oh. G's coming out now. Big <laughs> pin <laughs> pin. <laughs> Man, well, you, at least you could probably say that was probably Bum B. Uh, it's uh, my bad. That's my scenario. It <laughs> was trash too, bro. <laughs> and, hey, at least he was singing the chorus. The chorus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think he did the chorus. He did, and then everybody just fell with it. You know yep. what I'm saying? Besides Pimp C, because Pimp C wasn't even gonna do that album. Exactly. I mean, that song. Did, did you know that? Yep, I didn't yep. know if you knew that. That's all in the book. Yeah. That's why like his verse is only eight bars, not sixteen, and it's also why he's not. At the same place that everybody else is. Mm-hmm. Cause he at that point he hated Jay Z. But then all of a sudden when Big Pimp and Dead come out, and you know, Bumby was saying that he, after they they didn't think it was gonna be that hot. Well, cause Pimp C was just like, oh, we don't want to mess with them, blah blah blah. Cause you know that's that East Coast rap, and all that. Yeah. That's how they was on that divide and shit. And then Bumby was like, "Yo, we need to do this, man." This is that and the third. Yep. So he dropped his bars and he dropped his little bars or whatever. 
But then after they found that wave, after that wave kept going, it was like shit. And then everybody really knew who UGK was. Yep. Except for like down south action, everybody knew. Like yep. everybody. Everybody was like, yo. <laughs> and I, I swear, Jay Z, he knew what he was doing. He he already knew what he was doing because he was like, yo, he probably, because he, he heard uh, UGK probably for a minute. Yeah. And was like, yo, I'm going to rock with him. <clears throat> yeah. So um- I think. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 I was gonna say on his diary um, on um, MTV. Um, yeah. This is before that song came out. Um, they had a scene where, like, he where he was driving. And he was like, and, and he had like them playing in the background. He said, "Yeah, typically, if it's me, and my car by myself, just trying to relax and chill. All I play is uh, these guys from Texas called UGK." Yeah. Shit, man, I'm I'm just happy that they that was they did that move because if, I, I swear if they wouldn't have never did that move, you might not know who the fuck UGK was until like years years later. Like it probably would have took them a little minute to hit the national level, and they needed to be because because that's one thing I kind of hated. Something it was even with Jay Z because Jay Z he said himself he said he never could fuck with Outkast because he was kind of like. They vibe as far as them rapping. It's so different. He could, it's different. And mm-hmm. he couldn't really fuck with it. He was just like, I kind of understand what they're talking about, where they're getting from, you know what I'm saying? But they vibe is like way different. It's, 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 it was, it was soulful. It, it was, it was soulful, but it wasn't soulful like the, his type of soulful. They, they, they soulfulness was kind of like they had the jazz. You had, you know, a little bit of church music, this, that, and the other, and they kind of collaborated. And once, Andre 3000 spit. Jay Z said this though. When it's Andre 3000 spit, he was like, "Yeah, that dude on another level." Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. didn't give him props. He gave him props like, "Yo, this dude, this dude probably beating out beating me like for real, for real." <laughs> <laughs> but man, yeah. I wish that he, I wish he could have collab with them though with Outkast. I mean, it, it still ain't too late. But Outkast, Big Boy, and Andre 3000, they need to get this shit together because. Big boy, he dropping album at the album. You know what I'm saying? Some of them hot, some of them not. But they ain't really hot, hot. They yeah. they just good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then you got uh, Andre Three Stacks that's kind of just jumping on everybody. Little singles here and there. Killing. I ain't heard him in years though. He was on. Let me think. What was he on? Damn, I, I, I ain't heard him in like at least four or five years, bro. Last time. He was on somebody's shit. I swear he was. It's been a minute, though. Because I'm, I'm trying to name them all. I mean, besides being on that T.I. Walk know, it that out was, like Usher. That was like, walk it out, walk it out, walk it no, out. No, no, no. Yeah, he was on. Nah, because he was on uh, T.I., that one with the gun and all that. Uh, Who with the gun? That, uh, what was it called? It was like a Marvin Gaye. It's got a Marvin Gaye uh, song. His, the title is one of Marvin Gaye's songs. Trouble I, Man. There you go. Trouble okay, Man. yeah, okay. So, it, he had a song that was on that album. Then Andre Three Stacks pretty much murdered it. Even even T.I. was just like, yo, I, don't, I can't believe the dude who did this to me. He out, pretty much outdid him on his shit. Like, you want to hear... I, like, when I listen to it, I want to hear 300 verse at the end. More, <laughs> I want to hear T.I.'s. It's almost like that. If it is just like, oh, if it is just outdid you on your shit, <laughs> right? 
But nah, I think that was the last time. I want to say that was the last time I heard him too. That and probably uh, that Beyonce uh, big. Uh, oh yeah, she had, two, um, she, she had two versions of it. She had one with J Cole and then one with Andre 3000. Yeah, was that Ego? Oh no, 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 no! It was that I'm so in love. This ain't all the way. Uh, it's my birthday. I think that there you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, oh yep. we like to party. We like to party. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that 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 was a uh, she had an Andre three stacks version that was hot, and then she had a J Cole version. And I don't know why she. I I think she had the J Cole version because they were trying to make a single, but Andre three stacks was like, yo, I ain't trying to be on nothing. Yeah. And I think the last yeah, to be honest with you, the last time I probably seen him actually on. It was it was either that Ti or it was that damn that damn John Legend. We gotta go right now. Oh, it's kind of <laughs> hot, man. <laughs> that shit was kind of hot. Yeah, that's ready to go right now. I um, I changed that song to "I'm ready to fuck right now." Yeah. <laughs> ready to fuck right now. Oh uh, yeah, man, he he killed that one too. Mm-hmm, he did. He did. Cause um, I feel like with with Dre, he had a certain number in his head of how much he had to make to just stop rapping. I think he rapped as a means to an end, and you know, he has he has other interests. I, I think that rapping is one of the many things he likes to do. So so once he got to that certain money that he wanted, he said fuck it, and just stopped. Yeah, no, and then he came back. <laughs> uh huh. But unlike Lauren Hill, when he comes back, it's still hot because uh. Lord, he'll be trying to come back, and that shit be trash like a motherfucker. Because for a while, people were saying that, 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 that Lauren Hill was like the female version of uh, Dre 3000. But not anymore. Nah, hell no. Nope. Dre's she, a one-on-one. She, she, yeah, she... Lauren Hill fucked her shit away. She could have been, like, an awesome, on a whole top ten level. Absolutely. Like, she, she'd be destroying Beyonce. If if yep. if she if she was if she would have kept going with her way she would be de- destroying Beyonce it it be it be bad like Beyonce probably be like that little sister type shit yeah <laughs> and then, especially because Lauren Hill is not an attractive woman it is difficult for a woman who isn't attractive to be that hot yeah because <laughs> even Adele lost like forty pounds to get uh, cuter yeah. but Lauren Hill was killing that shit but I heard that the Lauren Hill. Uh, that she's into like some um cult shit, and that's why she stopped by being in music. Cause uh, her uh dude, uh Bob Marley's son, mm-hmm. he's in like a Rastafarian cult, and she she got with that shit too, and like she ain't been right ever since. Yeah, that's probably yeah. it. Makes sense. Yep, yep. That's what I heard. But um, but. That song uh, from Big Pippin was good as fuck, but I would argue that the public eye may not have known who UGK were, but at that time, I think I, I knew them already because uh, I think that's around the same time they had, uh, I was saying that song. Um, uh, she got a fine yellow salad and she's 20 years old. When she popping from the back, I see that hairy asshole. Whatever song that was on, I think that that song came out right before Big Pippin were around the same time. But that's around the same time that I listened to a lot of uh, Three Six Mafia and Eight Ball. 
Not, not, not eight yeah. ball MJG yet, but eight ball. So I think around the same time, I heard some rumblings of UGK. Yeah. And also when it came out, I was like, who the fuck? When, it, when, it, when I first saw the video. I'm like, who the fuck is Artie's old nigga with a fucking Jay Z? Because <laughs> Bum, he looked like he was, he looked younger now than he, <laughs> than he did then. He looked like he was 85 years old in that video. Who the fuck is this old ass nigga? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, and that shit was a game changer for Jay, too. Uh, I, I think, well, is that the same album as Hard Night Life? Mm, no. Okay, which came first? Hard Night Life. Life. Yep, because that's the first J song that I heard and like. Because it, it was so interesting to me, they took that uh, Andy sample and, and made it hot. I'm like, God damn, this is this is some unique yeah. creative shit. But yeah, so that's when Jay Z was being very smart about the choices he made with all, all of his music. Because yeah, because yeah, because those two singles changed the game and made him a household name. I, I feel like. Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, is there anything else? Anything else about that we want to say? Nah, that's all I got. All right. So then, this is gonna be my fifth one. Um, let's see what's on my list here. Damn, baby, I can't do it that fast. But, but I got somebody can. Twisted. <laughs> Oh yeah, slow jam. <laughs> Damn, baby, I can do it that fast. My yeah, baby, I can, can. do it. <laughs> so yeah, there's two Kanye uh, entries on the list. The slow jams also changed the game because I will say that through the wire I had to grow on me, but slow jams like hey, okay, I get it because <laughs> that shit was cold as fuck. For real, Jamie Foxx thought that shit was gonna be whack. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yep. I, I, that was crazy. He said he thought that shit was gonna be whack. He was like, "Man, y'all say this dude's supposed to be good. You want me to sing this shit? This shit sounds stupid as hell." That's what he said. It, it, did, it, he does it. it does sound dumb though, cause like it, it doesn't rhyme. New addition, surrendering, the deficit, this party all right. Wow, wow. It doesn't rhyme. Then if it, it, it come from a, a an era where, where hooks had to rhyme, and that one doesn't, it does sound weird. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, caveat to this before uh, like we um, t- talk about it more. Now, I'm talking about the album edition that's like five minutes longer. When he's yeah, like, Sign the Family Stone, uh, New Edition, like like the, the extended version. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we had that long ass bridge. Yeah. That shit was, Ooh. that shit went like a motherfucker. And that's also when. Kanye was trying to um, be so fucking Chicago, so he had a bit, he had twists and everything. Yeah, <laughs> but Twister had like a little fucking six month long uh, renaissance. He had a, he had that song. He had so sexy with uh, R. Kelly. He had uh, yeah, Twister was hot. Twister was on fire. He, he was he was he was on fire for that, like a little six months because of Kanye. Yeah. And then he had, um, then he had that song with a Trey song. Yep, when I kiss the sea, like oh, oh, girl, tonight. <laughs> he had a dope back. 
Then he has that, uh, let's play something these hoes gonna like. Why will I know they like? Twister, you told them right, gonna make you celebrity overnight. <laughs> that was one of Kamikaze, after Kamikaze or some shit like that. But nah, yeah, that's, but, nah, that's Kamikaze. That was just Kamikaze. You sure? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because like. He had another album that was like after something. Yes, you're right, you're right. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. That shit was burning. And, and, and back to Soul Jams. There's no bad parts on that song. Everybody, everybody brought their game, and, and, and everybody was on par. Twisted yeah. shit was cold. Kanye versus all those that they were weird for the time, it still worked. She's like, "You said you ain't no freak, so I gotta prove my man wrong. Uh, I'm gonna play this van draw. She gonna get your pants <laughs> off. I'm gonna play this Gladys Knight. Me and you gonna get right. That at that time was so unorthodox flow and didn't rhyme, but it worked. Yeah. And he had Jamie on there? I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jamie on that mug. Uh, yeah, the video was good. The video was good, too. Yep. It was just, you know, a little life of the party type of action. I just can't believe that Jamie Foxx was like, yeah, I thought this shit was, that shit wasn't going to do nothing. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, snap. Before you know it, no one on the billboard charge. I'm like, what the hell? Dude. That was good. That, actually, mm, so it was through the wire first, and then that song came yep. out. And then, um, man, I promise, she's so subconscious. She has to do what she's doing in college. That made it just to make the money. And then when I first he, he had a run, bro. He had a run. Yeah. Although, look, he's dead to us now. <laughs> but, <laughs> I know. But back then, he had a run, bro. That would be one of the best runs of any first album that I can think of, bro. Yeah, he said he kept that going, going, kept going with that. <laughs> he did for like four albums in a row, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I thought he was gonna keep going, riding the wave of late registration, graduation, and then the other one was supposed to be get a good ass job. Yep, I thought yep, he was yep. gonna have it like a like a trilogy like that, and then everybody was like, oh shit, hot. but he didn't. He switched up. He dropped 808s, my twisted, sick twist, my twisted dark fantasy. Yeah. And then he Jesus. just went, Jesus, yeah, I can't stand that damn album. <laughs> Hell no. Bam. <laughs> I only like two songs of that Two songs. I like two or three. <laughs> oh, man. And 808, 808s took a minute to grow on me, but I still don't like it. Really? I don't, I don't like the auto-tune. That's the thing, because I, I heard it without the auto tune. Really? Because he did. Where? He did a. He got a. Uh, matter of fact, I got it here at the house. He has a. Uh, uh, a DVD that he had came out with with VH1. We had an audience, and he was just talking about how he basically kind of like how he made it type of deal. It was almost like some unplugged type shit uh-huh. with MTV, but it was with uh, VH VH1, and he played. He plays. 808s and he was just talking about describing every song on here from Robocop to uh I forgot what the other song on there. Uh I'm not loving yo. I got one it to Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of the other song. But yeah, he, he describes it on there and I was like, and he doesn't he's not doing auto tunes. And then he just literally cause he's just singing it in front of everybody. Really? And then I was like that shit sounds way better than that auto tune shit. 
Like, no bullshit. It's out way better. Way better. That is interesting. I've never heard about that. Yeah, man. That is crazy. Matter of fact, I gotta bust that out. I gotta find that. Because that, that's actually... Yeah, that's in one of my DVD catalogs somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck finding that shit. Cause like, mine... I don't know where the fuck my shit at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, but so jams also like all of my well actually on on both of our ends, I think that all of the drinks we pick change the game in some way, shape, or form. Besides yep. maybe trophies. But uh So Jam was the first time that a rapper can have a song where the hook doesn't rhyme, the verses yeah. don't rhyme, but because it's so satirical and just funny and it's the sound to get together with the beat and the sample, it, it made a masterpiece. And then fucking the... That's a, probably the best Twister uh, tag-in that I've, I've ever seen. Actually, the, the, that's one of the best tag-ins of all time. Also with like the... Uh, when Pepsi tagged himself in on uh, I Choose You and said, Sweet Jones. Yeah. <laughs> but classic shit. Classic fucking shit. Um... Uh, let me see. Uh, do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, uh, not at this time. Okay. Not at this time. I I was thinking of some some that that could probably fit in there, but I still wouldn't put them like on this list. Gotcha. Just because of they whole they, they wrote they they radio play like it wasn't as 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 good as these that we just put out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's, nah, I don't got one. You got any? Um, I'm going to do two, and two only because... Oh, nice. I don't want to be too Kanye-centric on here, but... <laughs> Runaway also changed the game. You had never heard a song like that before, and then it was so fucking cold. Yes. I sent the bitch an email. I sent the bitch a picture of my dick. I don't know what it is with female, but I ain't too good with that shit. I can have me a good girl and still be addicted to the hood rats. I can blame everything on you. Cause you know that last one I'm good at. That, yeah, that shit, shit went like a motherfucker, bro. That shit was like She was putting up with my shit for way too long. Um, Then... So this is uh, definitely a wild card, um, but Hotel by Cassidy. Yeah, that's a wild card. <laughs> <laughs> I got a double bed, one's to sleep on, the other one's to get my freak on. What does that even mean? Yeah, I know. But I loved it. Cassidy's also one of my underrated rappers, although you only had two albums and it was trash. But the two albums he had was fucking cold, bro. <laughs> I think that to me that literally was a, a Switch Beats project. Like no <laughs> That's exactly what that was. That was a Switch Beats project. Switch Beats trying to put somebody out and it don't it didn't happen. It, I, it it don't happen like how he wanted it. I take that back. No no no. I, take off Hotel by Cassidy and put on um I'm a hustle by Cassidy. I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler, baby. Because <laughs> that shit went. <laughs> you gotta tell that shit to not go. Yeah. Yeah, that shit went. And that beat was fucking cold as fuck. All right. Um. So before we get out of here, 
Do you have any suggestions for our next list? I know I have one, but let's see what you think first. I'll repeat that again. Um, do you have any idea about our next episode, like for the topic? Because I do have one idea, but first I'll see if you have any. Uh, uh, actually, I did have one, and it was going to be the most uh, rappers that are underrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was going to be on perspective as underrated just from a commercial sense. That's about it. Gotcha. But, but what, what was yours? So that's actually a good one too. Um, so these might be the next two then. So I tell you mine and then we can decide which one you, uh, we, we should do first, but I'm thinking top five beef records in a particular order. Ooh. Yeah, man. Actually, no, I, I really go with that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a fire one, I think. It's going to be... Because, uh, honestly speaking, it's hard to think of a lot of good dish records on top of my head, especially if you don't go for back-to-back to say, like, Drake and a Pusher T. Put them both on there, just one on there, but then, um... I tell you right now, one that I want to put on there is uh, when Game was beefing with Fifty and like he had, he took that Kanye song, "Touch the Sky" and turned it to "Don't Do It." Fifty gon' testify, walk up in the court like an extra fly, and <laughs> <laughs> the you die. And nigga said fine. it was Irvin Ja 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 Ja. That shit went like a motherfucker, man. All right, so you think we'll do that one on next end? Top five. Yeah, let's do that one. Yeah, yeah. This records, cause yeah, we're gonna have some shit, bro. This is gonna be a good list. Yeah, that's gonna be a good ass. It list. really is. <laughs> um, it's right. gonna be some current and everything. Yeah, cause uh, I tell you, I tell you in the audience right now, uh, the story of Adon is probably gonna be in there. Oh yeah, that's gonna be all there. <laughs> <laughs> cause uh, as you were saying, I have to show. Uh, with all like the new shits coming out with, with that whole beef, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that some other time. Yeah. Uh, bar for bar, song for song, Drake lost that beef. Now, his career, his whole career isn't harmed by it. But you're talking about for, for as Drake calls it, the rap peers out there like us. He lost. Yeah. <laughs> he lost terribly. He, but he, it, yeah, he took it. He took it on the chin. It, yeah, but but it was a good battle because like. First song was a uh, good, good like open salvo. Then Drake came back with a baby heart. Then King Fools came back. It was it was. If they would have kept going, it, this could have been the best rap beast ever. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to hear more like that too. I, I want to hear more beasts and all that. Yeah, motherfuckers act like they scared everybody. Want to be friends and all this other shit. You trying to be the best, man. I hate to say it, but I think people be worrying about their money. They worry about their catalog. They worry about, you know what I'm saying? They, they don't nobody want to pull no Ja Rule in 50. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I think that's what they afraid of. But if you're a good MC, you don't have to worry about that. Exactly. Because that will never happen <laughs> again. That nah. will never happen again, bro. And, and like, I would take up too much more of your time. But, yeah, but I will to that topic though, how I knew and 
maybe I said this on the show before, or I told you about this before, how I knew that rap music has changed forever, and it's never going to be the same, and not for the better, is when 50 Cent had the fucking receipts on, on fucking Rick Ross, and nobody cared. That's how I knew it's a whole new world, bro. He should have yeah. been dead. He should have been yeah. dead in these streets, knowing that he, he told me he's the biggest drug dealer, he was a cop. Nobody <laughs> cares anymore. Like, rap, rap music is like fucking wrestling, bro. It's all fake. And nobody, everybody's in on the joke, because nobody, because Rick Ross was even hotter afterwards, bro. Yeah, I know. Fifty should have killed his career, but it didn't work. That's how I knew it's a whole new world, and not for the better. <laughs> Cause in what world does that happen? Okay, all right, but our December episode is going to be our top five favorite disc records in no particular order. It's definitely going to be a great show. Oh yeah, for sure. Can't wait for that one. <laughs> um, all right. Um, is there anything else you want to say to the audience before we get out of here? We're going to have some good material on the top five, so listen up. Have your popcorn, Slurpee, <laughs> all your snacks ready, ready to go, ready to listen. Yeah, man, and then I, I'll tell you, like, the episode have been doing exponentially better each time. Oh, yeah. Which is really good. Uh, like both of, awesome. Yeah, both of the new shows that are on the network have been doing really good, actually. That's good to hear that everybody uh, listening to what we putting out, getting entertained by it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what we still got to do is come up with a sign-off, because I found one for like the other new show, and then I got one for the main show, but I, I can't think of one for this <laughs> one at all. So that's our our uh, our homework for our next recording, like come up with a sign-off. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> But all right, man. I will let you get back to the fam, man. All right, man. Yep. yep. Till next time. Until next time. Peace. Peace.